Hi, hi everybody. My name is B, and um, this is my second session with uh, B Live with B. Let's be social on social media. And I have a very special guest speaker with me today. Her name is Jocelyn Shaw, and she's based out of Colorado, and she has a background in nutrition. And um, I'm just going to put the forum over to her to talk a little bit about herself and um, just go from there. Okay. Okay. Well, hi. Um, yeah, like B said, uh, my name is Jocelyn Shaw, and I'm um, a kind of a nutrition and fitness nerd. I dabble in a little bit of everything. Um, so I've got a degree in nutrition science. Um, I've got degrees in personal training and massage therapy. Um, and then, of course, certifications and, and all of the above as well. Um, so, yeah, I've been into the fitness game for, I was thinking about this earlier today, I guess it's been about 15 years now um, since I was like, probably since I was about 20, which, you know, thankfully I found it young. Um, and uh, yes, the past 15 years or so, it's just been something that I've done, um, you know, kind of on the side. Um, and, you know, at other points in my life, it's been a little bit more in the forefront, but it's sort of always the thing I go back to and, and, you know, my, um, my passion more so than my, my hobby, I suppose. Yeah. Excellent. So you actually do a little bit of um, online coaching and that sort of thing? I do. So I started at my business actually when I was in school um, getting my personal training degree. We had this mock, you know, start a, a personal training business kind of project. And I said, well, you know what, honestly, if I was going to start a business, I wouldn't start a whole gym and all that stuff. I would just do online coaching. So out of that project came my actual business. So yeah, for the last six years now, I've been taking on just a small number of clients online and we do personal training in terms of, I write a program for them based on their goals and every week they check in with me and we make adjustments and that's my dog. Um, and uh, I do a nutrition program as well. So sorry, Homer. <laughs> so you may be familiar with um, macronutrient counting. So that's usually what I do for my clients. Um, but some of my clients prefer to have an actual set meal plan. Some of them are vegan. Some of them do paleo and that type of thing. So um, I just help people out and point them in the right direction. And then every week we check in with each other and see if that direction needs to shift or, or we need to change our focus. And um, you know, like I said, I take on a small number of clients, but it's been super rewarding just having people come back to me year after year after year. I have clients that have been with me for six years and usually not continuously. They'll have some goals that they want to reach and then they'll reach those goals and then they'll go off on their own. And then, you know, a year later they might come back and say, Hey, I got pregnant and had a baby and now I want to lose the baby weight. So let's get going again. So it's just, again, been one of those things that has been, um, you know, pretty consistent, but not my, my primary activity, I suppose for the last six years. Yeah. And um, you, did you compete? I have, yes. So yeah. I did my first competition um, in the bikini category, which as far as bodybuilding goes for women, bikini is, um, for lack of a better term, I guess the smallest. Um, it's, you know, smallest amount of muscle. Um, it's, you know, bikini. It is what it sounds like. So I did my first bikini competition in 2014, and then in 2016, I moved up to figure, which is a little bit um, more muscular, a little bit leaner, a little bit more of what you think of when you think of like, you know, women's bodybuilding. Um, 
And so, but actually, yeah, 2016 was the last time I competed. I've um, gotten close to it a couple of times since then, but it's just been one of those things where um, my heart really hasn't been in it and you have to be 100% in it. And, um, you know, it kind of flies a little bit counter to my own personal beliefs with fitness and nutrition, which is kind of more of a moderate approach, right? And when you're doing multiple hours of cardio every day, trying to get that lean and, you know, eating literally nothing but fish, um, you know, that, that it just kind of goes out the window, that moderation. And I just honestly do not feel like that's a healthy way to live. I, some people can compete and do it in a healthy way. Most people cannot. Um, if I do decide to be, compete again, it's going to be a very, very long, slow, gradual process because it's just, you know, and not to say that I'm old, but at 35, your body doesn't respond the same way that it did when you were 25, you know, so you just have to be more careful and I don't want to take my health for granted at this age, you know? <laughs> oh, for sure. You're yeah. still young. You oh, yeah, of course, like I said, 35 is young, but <laughs> any woman out there over the age of 35 that can say their body responds the same way it did at 25, you need yeah. to be interviewing them because they're doing something right. Because I know yeah. for the rest of us, things slow down just a little bit. Things fall down just a little bit, you know. Yeah. Not the same true. as it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, so if someone's starting out uh, in fitness, what would be some of the recommendations that you would say to them? Well, um, you know, and that's something that is really going to be dependent on the person, yeah. but you have to figure out where you are now in order to figure out where you want to go. Um, if we're talking about somebody who is, you know, they go to the gym casually, um, you know, they try to eat in a way that they think is healthy most of the time, you know, usually for those people, um, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, let's refine your goals. And now let's talk about what steps you would need to get there. If we're talking about somebody who has never set foot in a gym, who, you know, high school PE 35 years ago was their last, you know, physical activity, and they've got, you know, a 10 soda a day habit, that's completely different. Um, for those people, I would recommend figuring out where you are now. And what I mean by that specifically is start writing down what you eat, start paying attention to your portion sizes. You don't really know where you can start to fix things until you're, you know, becoming aware of those bad habits. So somebody like that, you know, 10 soda a day person that I mentioned, um, their first step might be cut down to diet soda. And then after that, it might be cut down to flavored water. And then it might be, okay, club soda with a little bit of lime and do that over the course of a couple of weeks. And just that one habit right there could make a huge difference. I mean, we're talking 10 sodas is a ridiculous example, but you know, that would be 2,500 calories a day, give or take worth of soda. Um, you know, so it, it just really depends on the person. Um, but you know, I guess for anybody, it would be really just take a look at where you are right now and then kind of figure out what little changes you can start making. Excellent. Um, cause I know myself, like I, I mean, I've been kind of on and off just like every kind of like every other person, you know, you start sure. your journey and then I do shift work. So it's challenging sometimes to do 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 a workout period and you work 12 hours and then I've got a child 
Mm-hmm. And so it can be challenging sometimes when at the end of the day, <laughs> I get into bed with my daughter and I sleep. I don't get up yeah. and work out. So, and, and I find um, just even for myself personally, um, like I was getting to the point where I was hardly eating anything you know, and I was working out and I'd have a smoothie for breakfast, smoothie for lunch. And then I just wasn't eating enough. So I feel like I just hit a plateau and I was just never losing the weight that I wanted. Sure. Sure. Well, and, and with that, that, you know, not eating enough plateau thing, it's kind of a little bit of a misnomer. I actually wrote, um, I wrote a paper on the subject um, that was published on a medical website some years ago um, about the whole um, theory of starvation mode, wherein you don't eat enough, so your progress stalls and that kind of thing. And I heavily referenced the Minnesota Starvation Study, which is the only study that's been done on record where they use actual human subjects and put them in a state of starvation to see what would happen to their bodies. And 100% of the subjects in that study lost an incredible amount of weight. Um, and so what that tells me, you know, about the idea of starvation mode and in my experience as a coach, usually what happens is energy does not remain constant. So you're not eating enough. So you don't move as much. And that's why you hit a plateau or in the case of most people, not saying this is you, but most people it's, I don't eat, you know, very much for a few days at a time then I binge eat on the weekends because I'm starving and you don't realize how fast those calories add up. Um, you know, and then really the, the other part of that too would be people who think that they're not eating very much, but in, when in reality, they're just not accurately tracking their macros or calories. Um, I have, I have clients come to me all the time and say, I'm eating 1100 calories a day and I'm not losing weight. And I say, well, you know, when you're adding a tablespoon of peanut butter, is it really one tablespoon? Are you measuring it out by weight or are you grabbing a big old spoon out of the kitchen and going, this is a tablespoon? The difference could be 300 calories, you know, and little things like that, they add up. So um, it's a very tough balance between you want to, you want to tell people, hey, you can kind of eat what you want. You can have the things that you enjoy um, and still lose weight, but it has to be balanced with are you tracking that accurately? Are you sure you're eating the right amounts? So yes, you can still have, you know, pizza on a Friday night. Yes, you can still have a cocktail here and there. Yes, you can still have, you know, your peanut butter sandwich or whatever, but are you really accurately tracking those things? And so that's, that's, I feel like the biggest problem that we have is kind of like a society is not having the right information when it comes to um, uh, accountability, you know, knowing how, knowing what you're eating, how many calories is in a tablespoon of peanut butter. Most people couldn't tell you that, you know, they just estimated, well, I don't know, 50 calories, you know, no, it's, you know, about 90, give or take. And just those little things add up. Um, you know, it, to go back to your question about what can people do when they're first getting started, download and use a calorie and macro counting app like MyFitnessPal or Lose It, there's a couple of other ones out there, and really start paying attention to what you're eating. If you spend a couple of days adding everything up, some people might really be surprised at how much they're eating. Um, so, you know, for you specifically, I don't know, I don't know what the issue was. It sounds like with the shift work and your darling daughter there, um, it sounds like it's probably more of an issue of you just crashed. You know, you, you weren't, you know, moving as much because of the fact that you weren't eating as much. But that's the thing, everybody kind of has to figure out where their own weak points are 
and then, you know, and then try to run me to that. So what do you do when it comes to, you know, trying to get your, your workouts in and your fitness, you know, and everything on track, you know, overcoming the shift work and, you know, family time and all that What's your go-to. I, um, I actually, I've got like a couple, I'm old school. I, I, I have like DVDs. <laughs> Great. And, um, I've been doing the, uh, insanity program right now. I'm in round two. Yeah, absolutely. I just find sometimes I just don't have time to go to the gym. I do have a gym membership. We both do. Um, sure. at YMCA here and in, in where we live. But um, sometimes it's just, it's it's tiring. Oh, she loves kitty. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is shrimp. <laughs> oh, I love the name. It's so cute. <laughs> kitty, eh, Lexi? Um, so I basically... I try to incorporate when I can, like tonight I work nights, this morning I got up and did my insanity workout. So I do try to incorporate it uh, as much as I can. It's not daily. Yeah. Um, it's probably like four to, to be honest, probably three to five times a week. Sure. Roughly. Sure. Yeah. But you know, and you, you continue on and you do what you can and not everybody needs to be in the gym six, seven days a week either. That's kind of ridiculous for most people. Um, for me, it's, I get up and get it done first thing in the morning. I get up at four every morning wow. so I can go to the gym, but not everybody can do that. I don't have kids other than my furry ones, um, you know, and uh, my boyfriend is also very, you know, fitness minded and stuff. So most of the time he gets up at four with me and we go and come home and have breakfast together. And then that's our quality time, you know? Yeah. Um, so you just have to get in when you can actually, when, when I first started my, you know, fitness journey, so to speak, um, when I was about 20, I was stationed, I was in the military, so I was stationed at Beale Air Force Base in California at the time, and I was on um, working shift work, and it was really hard, so, you know, it's just flies totally counter to your natural rhythms, right, and then you're trying to find time, well, do I go after work in the morning when I'm tired, do I go before work, but for you, it's probably hard because you've got family obligations and stuff like that. I mean, it was, it was really difficult. It was really difficult. Um, you know, and I would often, um, you know, get up at whatever time in the afternoon and just same thing, kind of try to get it done because, and that's just me, but my philosophy has always been, if you get it done first thing, as soon as you wake up, there's not going to be anything that comes up during the day that's going to keep you from doing it, you know? Um, but everybody has to structure their life in their own way. And that's the great thing about fitness and nutrition is that there is a solution out there for everybody. You just have to figure out what works for your life. Yes. So, so what's your take on um, intermittent fasting? Um, I kind of naturally am an intermittent faster. Yeah. Uh, I tend to eat dinner pretty early most days, and then I usually don't eat until after I work out in the morning, and that's just what's comfortable for me. And so, you know, usually, usually 14, maybe 15 hours of fasting time um, but I feel like if you do that naturally, do that. If you don't do it naturally, if it's hard for you, don't do it. Um, there have been uh, a lot of studies that have shown, I'm sorry, sure, let's get pricey over here. There have been a lot of studies that have actually shown that women are more susceptible to have a really negative response to intermittent fasting than men are. Hormonally for us, because our bodies are, um, women's bodies definitely our hormones are a little bit more sensitive and so when it comes to putting that it's a stress putting that stress on the body some women actually end up feeling worse um gaining belly fat is a big uh, big thing for women um 
and just generally kind of hormones get out of whack. And so I think that for men, it could be a little easier, but if it's, if it works for you, do it. If it doesn't, don't do it. There have absolutely been zero, zero peer reviewed studies that have shown that there is any benefit to intermittent fasting for fat loss over any other type of conventional diet protocol. Ultimately, all of the research has pretty much shown with little variables that it just comes down to what can you adhere to. So if it's easy for you, great. If it causes you to go and binge eat later on in the day, you know, not for you. <laughs> okay, that's so. great. Um, I really appreciate your time um, here and um, that's lots of information that um, I know a lot of people in on my forum anyways would be interested in. I have a lot of people that are just starting their fitness journey and at yes. different levels. Yeah. A lot of people, like I know a lot of people that are on like doing body and that kind of stuff and mm -hmm. those types of forums and platforms. Right. So um, I do appreciate your time. Well, I mean, yeah, we could, we could talk about the specifics of intermittent fasting or, you know, paleo or keto or training fasted or high reps versus low reps. We could talk about that stuff all day long and just never end. Um, but yeah, if anybody wants to reach out to me with any specific questions, they can find me on Facebook. Um, just Jocelyn Shaw on Facebook. I don't have any kind of a fancy name or anything. Um, and uh, yeah, shoot me a message, uh, post something on my page. And we can talk a little bit more specifically about any questions you have. Um, and then, of course, if anybody is interested in working with me one-on-one -on -one and doing a little bit of coaching, um, same thing. You can find me on Facebook. Um, I used to give out my, my email address um, when I was doing these types of interviews and stuff, but then I finally got a lot of really weird stuff. So, um, <laughs> so Facebook is probably the best way to reach me. And B, of course, you can just um, you know tag me in the post or link me or whatever, and then people can find me that way. But I really appreciate you having me on. I think this is so fun, what you're doing. Um, you know, that be social on social media with B is adorable. Um, <laughs> and I'm really honored that you asked me to participate. So um, thank you. I would love to have you back. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to do another series and I'm really interested myself in the, the whole macronutrients because I don't yeah. really know a lot about it. I kind of find it confusing. Sure, um, sure. And so maybe we can like break it down and, you know, make it simpler for people like me. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I'm glad you mentioned that too because we haven't started it yet. But sometime here in the next couple of months, knock on wood, um, we're going to be starting a video series and start uploading those to YouTube and start explaining some of the basics and things like that. But um, absolutely, if you want to do a couple of just um, specific topic question and answer sessions, um, yeah, I would love to do that. That would be great. Okay. Thank you so much. And uh, have a wonderful day. And like I said, if any, like Jocelyn said, if anyone wants to reach out her, to her directly with any specific questions, um, please feel free. And if you want to do online coaching with her and get more fit in 2020, now's the time. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks so much. Take of care. course. Bye.